0: Hi, this is Tom Clendon, your SBR online lecturer, talking to you about today about leases, accounting for leases. And there's a relatively new accounting standard out on this, IFRS 16. And leases is a very common transaction for businesses and en- entities to enter into. and I'm going to talk today about the perspective of the lessee. So it's the person who pays the money to effectively rent the asset, to have a a right to use the asset for a period of time and how they account for that. Now, before IFRS 16 came along, there was an old standard, ISA 17, and that old standard required a distinction between finance leases and operating leases for lessees. And I don't really want to talk about that too much. I want to talk about the new standard because the new standard introduces this single model. So automatically, it's going to be simpler. It's going to be more comparable, a single model for lessees. And what the new standard does, what IFRS 16 does, is to base its approach on the framework, on the definition of an asset and the definition of a liability. And it says, look, an asset is something that you have a right to use. So if we are going to lease an asset for three years, but actually the asset has a 10-year life, although I won't legally own the asset, although I won't, although I won't have the risks and rewards, substantially all the risks and rewards of owning the asset, I will have the right to use the asset for three years. And it's that that I will recognize as my asset under IFRS 16. If I'm recognizing that as an asset, then I'm equally on initial recognition, acknowledging that I have a liability to make those three annual payments or those 36 monthly payments, whatever it is. And that's the radical difference, because under the old standard, that type of lease would have been swept under the carpet, ignored. Called an operating lease, no asset, no liability. And we now are more faithfully representing our leases under IFRS 16 because we recognize a right of use asset, we recognize a liability, we measure the liability at the present value of the future cash flows. So if your obligation is to pay 10,000, 10,000, 10,000 over a three year period, you wouldn't recognize a liability of 30 in the beginning. It will be a slightly smaller liability to reflect the time value of money. And that liability is then capitalized. So you debit the asset by the same amount as you're crediting the liability. If there's transaction costs so you would you would capitalize the transaction cost. And you've got the asset and you've got the liability. Now what happens next is you depreciate the asset. so you systematically write off the asset over the three years. and the payments you're making, to the lessor, the payments you're making, reduce the liability, but because you've discounted the liability, because you measured it at present value, you're unwinding the discount and therefore you've got a finance cost going through the P&L. Back in the day, such a lease would have no asset, no liability, and a 10,000 expense going through the P&L of rental. Now, with IFRS 16, we have an asset, we have a liability, and we charge the PL the depreciation and we charge the PL the finance cost. So it's radically different on the balance sheet and it's slightly different in the income statement. Uh, what else do I want to say? Um, stakeholders have largely welcomed this because. Liabilities are now on balance sheet. It's a more faithful representation, more useful. So the financial statements are more complete. There's more stewardship. It's progress. I mean, it's even more relevant to include the liability because you know, useful information is relevant. Relevant information is predictive. By now putting the liability onto the balance sheet, We're we're predicting the future cash outflow. So this new standard is a classic example of something being in tune with the framework, an example of the principles of useful information, recognition of assets, recognition of liabilities. I don't really want to go on too much. I want to keep this podcast to be fairly short and fairly light and you know, there isn't really an opportunity to, to start doing detailed numbers. What I would say is the several areas that I haven't touched on so have a lessor accounts for it under IFRS 16. And that fundamentally hasn't changed and does require a distinction between finance leases and operating leases. And that's something else entirely different. And uh, secondly, we haven't talked about um sale and leaseback arrangements and again that's changed that that can be fairly complicated uh need some numbers to work out and the other little thing that IFRS 16 has done is is to make us reappraise whether or not it is in fact a lease and of course it it wants to follow substance but I hope I've reminded you informed you of the basic principles of IFRS 16 that it's creating a single model approach for lessees, that you recognize a right of use asset and a liability, so that you have an asset that you depreciate and a liability that you run with a finance cost. Now, there is a small exception. If the lease is immaterial or if the lease is for a short period of time, then on a pragmatic basis, you simply expense it. Leasing is a topic that comes up in FR, and it is a topic that comes up in SBR. If I can be of any further help, contact me through LinkedIn. Contact me through WhatsApp 07725 Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you find it useful. If you do, please tell your friends.